0: Uh, that was a pretty expensive lesson but pretty expensive lesson right there. <laughs> i've tried that before that didn't work
1: your ideas paid off right <laughs> it,
0: it did the speech communication if you can believe that
1: <laughs> you're listening to the roofing success podcast a show created to inspire roofing contractors to achieve optimal success in their roofing businesses I'm the host, Jim Aline, the co-author of the books, Internet Marketing for Roofing Contractors and the Best Known Roofer. I'm also the co-founder of Roofer Marketers, the leading digital marketing agency for the roofing industry. On each episode, I sit down with industry leaders to talk about their processes, the lessons they've learned, and how to find success in roofing. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Roofing Success Podcast. As always, follow, like, share, review, subscribe, all of those things. If you want to take the conversation beyond with what you're listening to here, go to Facebook, type in Roofing Success, and join the Roofing Success Facebook group. We have a guest from Yates Roofing, Curtis Yates. How are you today, sir? I am good. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that been a longtime uh, roofing contractor in the in Oklahoma. Uh, how'd you get into roofing? How'd you start Yates Roofing? Well, I started it eight years
0: ago uh, in April. Uh, so uh, coming up on eight years, uh, I have been in the roofing business close to 40 years. So I started in college and worked for a uh, a larger company for the, that whole time and then uh, decided to branch off and do my own thing.
1: What, uh, what was it that made you branch
0: off? Well, just the, uh, I think I wanted to do things uh, a slightly different way than huh. I had been doing it. So uh, I have a bunch of really good customers and I just wanted to take care of all their needs and, uh, Get
1: new customers as well. So I, I really see that. Like that. That's a lot of times in the roofing industry. That's what it seems like. It's like it, maybe the company you're working for. You're like, man, they could do better here, and maybe you give them some suggestions, or and you're not being heard. You know, and uh, and then. And then all of a sudden you're like, look, I could I think I could do better myself, you know, better on my own. And uh I mean it looks like you have, right? Like so what's how's the the progression of Yates been since you started?
0: It it has been really good. Uh I have uh we had a great first year and then we built on that every year since then. So we've grown uh to oh uh, probably Four times that amount in yeah. eight years, so I'm
1: super happy with the growth. So you were, so your uh, your bet paid off. Your idea paid off, right? It, <laughs> it did.
0: I've had yeah. a lot of help, uh, but I've got some really good people working
1: uh, with me, and uh, I'm it just takes enjoying it. It does it takes take the, the team, team for sure. So you know, I mean, you've been in the business for a lot of years. Uh, to go back to to the to the you know how you said in high school you started roofing so Co-
0: college I college. started in uh, yeah I started installing shingles and uh, did that for close to ten years uh, and then uh, I was pretty much told I would have to I needed to come into the office and start working or I wouldn't make it uh, and I'm glad <laughs> I heeded that so. It's been a
1: good. That was a a good transition as to so you uh, so you, so from being in the field, you know, uh, installing roofs to then going into like a production manager role where, where or that type I, of role or what was the, what was the?
0: I actually, I started in sales. So oh, okay,
1: all I, right.
0: Uh, I just started estimating and uh, measuring roofs. I knew yeah. how to do part of that, but not all of it, and then. Uh, Stayed there for quite a while uh, doing that.
1: So you started, what was your, what were you, uh, what was your uh, major in college?
0: Speech communication, if you can believe that.
1: (laughs) Well, you were using it on the job, it sounds like, right? Yes. Yes, I'm sure. (laughs) And so coming, so, you know, so out of college, you'd, you'd been selling roofs while you were in college moved get out of college did you did you ever pursue a career down that path or did you or did you just you it was too late you were already in the roofing industry
0: no I was not smart enough Uh, I stayed in the (laughs) roofing business so it it was it's a blessing it was a blessing
1: it really was it's kind of funny I I talked to so many people that like the roofing industry kind of finds you a lot of times, right? You like, did find you know, me, that's for sure. <laughs> it doesn't, uh, there's it like um, there's not many people seeking out the roofing industry, but, but, uh, but the, the roofing industry finds you sometimes and, and right, it, it hooks you in 40 years later. Here you are,
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So, so. I- Go ahead. So, did you I'm work sorry.
1: for multiple companies along the way no. before before starting Yates? You worked for one company. I basically worked for one company. Uh, okay,
0: that that whole time. So uh, that's something.
1: It, what what lessons did you learn from that company that you're like, hey, these are the things that I want to to con- to do. Uh, like them or that that, that were good i like that were the good things about the company that you were working with and that you lessons that you learned of when you started yates like hey i want to make sure that i do these things
0: uh i i like uh, the honesty uh hmm. i like to tell people what i'm going to do and do that uh i wanted to be able to uh uh Tell them when something was going to start, and it started. Then, so uh, it it worked out really. It really worked out well for me because the owner at that time, uh, for the first twenty three years, we were pretty much in line
1: until he sold the company. Oh, okay. So that was where the things started changing a little bit. That huh? that's
0: where the rub
1: came in. Yep. Yeah. and so when, So you know, everything was going well. Now the new company takes over, or new owners take new ownership takes over. And uh, what what things did they change that you were like, yeah, this isn't it. Like we're we're going down the wrong path here. Uh, I don't know
0: that they went down the wrong path or anything like that. It was just uh, some. It was a family that bought the company, oh. and uh, they brought. Uh, their kids in to run it. And I wasn't really a part of that. So yeah. it was a, probably a better thing for me to, to step aside and let them do their nope. thing and let me start my own thing.
1: Well, that makes sense. And, and that's, that's lessons for people, right? Like when you're, right. especially if you're acquiring a company, um, man, when you, if you have to, kind of mesh these things together with the new people and the, and the people that have been there for a long time. Boy, that's a tricky situation. Um, And, and, and it sounds like it didn't, you know, that's what it was for you guys. And then, so then you're, you you said, look, it's time to start Yates. Um, You had a lot of experience on the sales side. You know, when you started Yates, what, what were some of the things that you thought you wanted to do differently? Well, I think I just wanted to have a personal touch
0: with all my customers and make mm. sure that they knew who I was and uh, I knew who they were and I could take care of their needs.
1: Yeah. How do you, how have you done that through the years? Because I mean, if you're, I mean, you've been doing this, been doing roofing sales for a long time. I'm sure you have a long, A long book of customer, past customers, right? Like, and and probably pretty well known in the area. And, you know, Uh, you know a lot of people from being around so much. How have you maintained that? How have you developed that over the years, that personal touch?
0: Well, the sales uh, was a part, was a big part of that. But working in the field helped a lot uh, Mm because I had great, I had a great, mentors along the way that taught me the trade. And so I kind of know how to look at things and figure out what I've got to do to fix them. Uh, You know, leaks in certain areas, there's all kinds of different things you can do in situations. uh, Certain things are better than others. So uh, luckily I've been around some really good people that have taught me some things along the way. Uh, And hopefully I've taught some other people things along the way as
1: well. Yeah. So when you're, when you're, when I guess, so, so from a sales perspective, if you had to tell a sales rep that's starting out now, like, would it be that, hey, you really learn, really learn the, the, the really learn roofing? Is that what I'm
0: hearing from you? I would say that, but learn how to communicate. Uh, try oh. to try to figure out what somebody's problem is, and figure out uh, either come up with your own way of how to how to fix something, and then bounce that off other people that have a lot of experience as well, so they can tell you, "Hey, I've tried that before; that didn't work." Or, "Yeah, <laughs> that's, hey, that's that's a good way of starting," you know.
1: So, of course. Uh, yeah for sure that you know and and i guess there's there's probably uh you know you you've probably seen seen a few changes in the roofing industry over the years yes my we have uh
0: this is oklahoma is a really storm driven area yes. so for sure uh, i deal a lot with insurance uh companies and that has changed uh a, a big swings, you know, higher deductibles, uh, different ways. Of, you know, co- companies have decided to be either uh, tighter w- with the way they call something, or and we just have to figure out what we have to do to make that work. So,
1: yeah. So you think the biggest changes for you has just been the the insurance process through the years, or? <laughs>
0: Well, uh, yes and no I mean uh, tons of different technologies have changed uh, yeah. you know when I first started installing modified bitumen was just on it, <laughs> taking baby steps uh, yeah. and I learned how to I learned how to torch that down and 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 work with that uh, as far as flat roofs and patios and uh, bigger steps Bigger buildings, yep. churches, that sort of thing. But uh, now it's TPO, so we've kind of yeah. gra- gravitated from one to uh, the other because one's a lot easier. TPO is a lot easier to to deal with. Yeah, so the that,
1: r- the systems are changing. Constantly. Correct, like the technology, right? Like
0: right, pretty- and. Yeah, they didn't sell a lot of systems uh, yeah. and systems warranties. And uh, luckily, I've been picked up by uh, some manufacturers. So uh, we do a lot of system work as far as shingle roof that we do GF, Malarkey, Certitude, so on and so forth. So I try to sell warranties if I can. If I can't, I try to just make sure I'm in that system.
1: Yeah, are you? Uh, what would you say your percentage of commercial to residential is? Oh, I would say
0: I do uh, probably eighty-five to ninety percent residential, and then yeah. fifteen to twenty percent uh,
1: commercial. Yep, and and so through that, like with do you think the sales process changes as you're, as you as these, as the materials and systems improve through the years, how, how have you adapted to that? Or is it, is it just, Hey, we have, it's the new thing. This is what we're installing now. This is the best thing for you.
0: Well, uh, I want to make sure that whoever I'm dealing with uh, are, are larger manufacturers and had the, They have all the uh, research and development already done. So usually they're good products by the time they're rolled out. So uh, and I have access to a lot of really good training for me and my guys.
1: Yeah. And that. So how have you done that in building up the team? Because, you know, when you started your own company, I mean, that's the that that's the foundation. Right. You got to it's not going to be just you uh, doing right. everything. So how did you go about, you know, you know, those first hires when you were getting started into, you know, who did you build the team? You know, how, what's the team look like now? Well, eight years later?
0: well, the first guy that I hired, uh, is a guy I went to college with a, a guy named Mark Baker. Luckily he's still with me. Uh, he came out of a long, uh, history of, uh, he was an adjuster with farmers so uh and he's helped me get other guys as well uh i've got another adjuster uh from farmers same kind of tenure that he had close to 30 years so they know what they're dealing with when it came to farmers uh and then i uh hired some other guys that uh James Ford is a guy that has got about thirty years of experience that has worked all over the country uh, selling roofs. So, and I've just been luckily. Uh, there have been a one or two hires that didn't work out, but uh, that was it. But I've hired probably
1: six that have worked yeah. out. So, what do you look for when you're when you're when you're looking for a good team member? Well, basically, that
0: I'm looking for a yeah. team vendor. I'm not looking for somebody who can go out and do it all on their own or a kind of a lone wolf kind of guy. I, I want, we, our culture here is we're real uh, team oriented. So if I can help somebody out, I want to help them out. If they can
1: help someone else out, I want to see that. That's a, how do you think the, the how has it been and what's the experience been because you know two-year guys are i mean they were what state farm adjusters right so with that industry experience on the other side do you think that that was an advantage for them coming into the into the roofing industry Uh, how much of an advantage were they able to communicate that knowledge over to the team to to level up the team how's that been Oh,
0: yeah. They've been more than willing to help uh, show how things work in on that on the other side of the fence, so to speak. So uh, it worked out. It has worked out well for them. Both have done extremely well. Uh, they're they're successful uh, and I think they're fulfilled. So that makes it that's a big big thing for me is make sure the guys feel good about what they're
1: doing. For sure. How have, uh, how do you like, how do you encourage that?
0: Well, hopefully I lead by example. I want to help when I can help, uh, do what I can do to help them do their jobs as far as give them my knowledge, give them my time. Uh, any, tools they need. I want to make sure if it's a computer or whatever the case may be, yeah. uh, software, whatever. So I just want them to have what they need or what they think they need.
1: So, yep. There, uh, what, what are some of the, like, as you were you know, going from a sales rep for, you know, many, many years to then owning the company, what, what have been the biggest challenges that you've run into it from an owner perspective?
0: well uh, I don't think our company I've had a lot of good help uh, I've had I have some peak guys that work with me that uh, are partners as well so they help me partner uh, in making uh, processes that we can stick to uh, that that's a big deal for me is I just don't know that i had that kind of mindset to figure out okay we have to do something the same way all the time <laughs> otherwise otherwise it gets all crazy
1: that's for sure So, so the, and that's, there's a, there's a thing, right. With kind of people who have more of a, I don't know, an entrepreneurial spirit or, or, you know, are not always the process driven people. Sales reps are not known to be process driven people either. You know, maybe in their scripting and their communication (laughs) with homeowners and things like that. But but, uh, but, but yeah, you need those, per, you need those process driven people to make sure things are, 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 are moving in alignment, right? Um, Absolutely. When, when you started out, I mean, are you just, Hey, uh, you know, I mean, in, in your market, is it just, Hey, there's a storm we're knocking or, or have you done other kind of efforts to make sure that your name is out there? Uh,
0: luckily, luckily we have not door knocked, uh, that I know of. I mean, if we have, yeah, it's yeah. been on a small, small incidences. But yep. uh, everyone brings kind of their own book of business to mm. to the to my. They they have friends that were are agents, uh, insurance agents, or adjusters, or uh, builders, or guys that bring a whole list of you know people that call them or refer us to somebody else. So,
1: so, so you, your guys have, have kind of, they have their own kind of book of business within your business a little bit, maybe to say that way. Right. Um, Right. And then, and and is that, and then you have your book of business too. So have you developed, is that how you built your business insurance agent relationships and things like that over the years?
0: Yes. Tons of that and
1: adjusters. And adjusters. Right. So, right. Let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, a lot of times there's a, you know, people, you know, not, not that people, oh, people don't want to get sold to. Right. So as a, right. Hey, I'm a roofer, I'm a roofer, Mr. Insurance agent. You should send me work. Right. Like, right. 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 How have you, how, what, what have you done through the years to help build those relationships? What would, what would be some advice that you could give someone there? I I would think
0: uh, once you have a relationship, spend a lot of time building the relationship with these people. It's not always about what jobs you're getting or what jobs you're not getting, but any information you can uh, help them with. I did, uh, we did the first couple of years I started a business. uh, We did a uh, continuing education, which Mm. for agents and our adjusters. uh, So they got some time out of it. uh, And uh, it's, you know, that was just a small piece of it, but we did do that. uh.
1: Let's, let's talk about that a little bit, because I used to do that in the, in, in the, I was in the mortgage and real estate industry and like, when I was in the mortgage industry, we would create continuing education education classes for realtors, and and teach those classes, and then right. and that's how you get in front of you get in front of a room full of full of full of you know licensed people. So, what what were some of the classes that you taught?
0: The topics were uh, identifying certain kinds of shingles, certain kinds of flat uh, areas, flat roofing. Yep uh certain things that could be and how you could tell one from another, you know, uh just the, the real basic with, stuff. Yeah, ba- basic right? stuff, but they, basic don't te- stuff. they don't teach that to adjusters. Uh no. they just they will come out and call, you know, modified bitumen ninety pound or vice yeah. versa. And they pay either pay too much or too little. So I tried to educate through that continuing education, just how to tell different things and how certain things uh, insulation problems, high nailing, that sort of
1: thing. Yep. So and then, okay, so you get these classes together. It's kind of basic roofing knowledge, right I'm sorry. Okay. sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. My team is right.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, go
1: again. You're right. So you put these classes together. They're like basic roofing knowledge for insurance agents and insurance adjusters, right? right. Um, and then, and then, did you have to like? I remember when I was doing my continuing education classes, I, I had to go to the uh, like the Department of Real Estate because I was doing it for real estate agents and get my class approved for credits. Did you have yes. to do that, like, with the Department of Insurance or something? We in your did. State?
0: We did have yeah. to do that. So, yeah, so then you uh, get
1: this class approved, right you go down right. you get you, you you do this about how long would these classes be half hour hour two hours No,
0: they were more like four hours or six four hours hour we, so, they yep. they were able to get what they needed uh. Each year or whatever, yeah. you know, sometimes it's two years that they needed to Yeah,
1: are so their licensing right. and continuing right. education. So, I mean, this is a – this is – for people, this is an amazing way to get in front of people, right? To get in front of the right people that can refer you business. Um, and, and so, you, you go out, you create a presentation – you go down to the Department of Insurance. You get it approved uh, for the for the for as a as continuing education credits for those insurance agents or for those adjusters. Now, those people have to get those credits every year or two, right? To maintain their license. So so. It, You know, and and one thing I noticed, because, you know, going through those continuing education classes year after year, boy, it's the same stuff over and over again. And so if you have something a little bit different, a lot of times they'll just pick it just because it's something different that they didn't have to listen to last year's version. Right. Correct.
0: Correct. Because that kind (laughs) of gets regurgitated a little bit. It gets
1: regurgitated. Right. And so, okay, so now how did you get? Uh, butts and seats you know what i i have several
0: relationships with different people so we either decided to do agents or adjusters uh and the other guys had the same kind of relationships with people so we kind of had a target audience to to send invitations to and uh it was well well attended for probably two or three years and then we kind of pulled back and I probably want to start that up again uh, yeah. because some things have changed out there as well as because there's fortified roofing and uh, uh, impact resistant roofing and yeah, there's a it, big. The, vibe the industry in, yeah. keeps
1: changing, right? Like right. the the materials keep keep improving. Keep Correct. everything keeps improving. There's all kinds of cool stuff out there to talk about. Right. Um. How, how many people do you think, on average, you'd get in a room on one of those? One of those probably, uh, sessions. I mean, probably as many as fourteen or
0: yeah. sixteen, and probably yeah. as few as four or six. You know. Yeah.
1: So. But it was it, every time we did, it was fun. It was a good time. Exactly. And, and and I think that so there's a couple of things that happen when you do things like this. The first is like they're a captive audience. They're like, what are they going to do? They get to know you. Right. Like there's right. no you got them for four hours or five hours. Like you said, you know, you are you're, you're going to get to know them. They're going to get to know you and that level of relationship building. Boy, that's a big thing. Right. And so, but the other thing that I love about public speaking, and this is, you know, and having these types of classes, is that the person in front of the room is the expert. And, and, and if they're looking at you like the expert, you know, boy, that's a lot of points scored in their, uh, in their book, right? Like they're. Yeah. And I was down here at Curtis's class. Then when something pops up and, you know, they're, they're, they're one of their, one of their customers files a claim. Yeah. I think you should go with these guys. They're really smart. Right. That, that, they know their that, stuff. Yeah.
0: That's been, that's been helpful. So yeah.
1: how, what, what, you know, out of those, you know, out of those classes, you got four, four people in one class and 15 in another. And, through the years, how have those relationships turned into business for you?
0: They still, even some of the guys, some of the people, I shouldn't say guys, because, yeah. Uh, yeah. but some of the people have referred us even after they've retired, you know, or we've done their work. <laughs> so they've had uh, insurance claims or something like that. So yeah. that's... That's a pretty good testimony when I can do their own, you know, when they not just throw do, my do their personal
1: roof. too? Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I think that that's a great thing. A lot of people, they don't it's it's something that, you know, everyone is kind of taught, you know, like go go bang doors. Um, go, you know, uh, you know, work your relationships, your friends and family work your, your community. You know, nowadays it's just internet leads, right? Go get some Facebook leads and Google leads and things like that. But there's these relationships that can be built through education, man, that's a big, that that's a big thing. What other, what other things did you do along the way to, to kind of, you know, build your book of business, build your referral relationships? We have,
0: uh, I have several realtors and my guys have several realtors that they do inspections for or they help out uh, before a closing or do whatever yep. they've got to do. So uh, they refer, uh, realtors can be, a, they're a
1: great source. Uh, uh, they can be. Now on the yes. other side of that. On the other side of that, I was like, I've dealt with them a lot, and uh, and they're always they're always asking me to come out and get that so that they could get that closing, right? Like, right. hey, we just need an inspection, we just need that, and a lot of times that doesn't turn into work on the other side. It's it, just a you know. And so, what would you say to the you know to the people that are like, yeah, I don't like working with those realtors because it's they waste a lot of our time, or how have you? Kind of manage those realtor relationships to not, you know, just have you coming out doing inspections all the time and and, and really never getting much business out of it.
0: I think some people can hang themselves. So if you pay attention to who you deal with, uh, I used to (laughs) tell guys just to be really weary, but uh, I've had several in the last several years that have come to me and have been just great people. I think that that industry has changed a bunch uh, because they had, you know, at one point years ago, there were tons of people in that business uh, and now there's not as many. So I think those people figure out, Hey, I better treat somebody the way I want to be treated
1: or I'm not going to be around very long. So and I guess maybe it just comes down to that, right? If somebody is right. uh, is taking advantage of your time. Hey, this might not be the right, you know, I might not be the right person to call anymore. Right? Right. <laughs> you know. Right, you know. But if if business is coming this way, all right, we we're okay. You know, we can we can maintain this relationship. I'll give you some free inspections every now and then that I know aren't going to turn into some you know, into, into revenue on the other side, but, all right. um, but just so a percentage of them are, you know?
0: Well, well, you know, a lot of it, people have to click. They have to be on the same page. That's uh, right. I know, I feel like all the realtors that I deal with, and the realtors that my other people deal with, they're they're trying to help their customer out. They're not just yeah, yeah. trying to help themselves out. So, that's we're right. trying to do the same thing. So, if it means we get to help somebody out, that's
1: great. Uh, I want to yeah. do that. And that's I guess that that that's a thing too is is having the right mindset, right? Having the right, right mindset and being like, hey, we're here to help. I have this skill set. I can determine if your roof has damage or not, what it's gonna to take to fix it or repair it or or replace it and and so I'm here to serve and right. if you're here to if you have that mentality, then maybe you're not so worried about that those few that those those ones that they call you out on that you know, yeah, this isn't gonna turn into anything but
0: well, sure, but that you know that's where you build relationships with yes. Those people, doesn't matter who, if they're adjusters, agents, uh, real estate, people, brokers, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, we spend a lot of time. Uh, good thing about this business is it's pretty flexible. You get to count work and do what you want to do. Uh, you can take as much time off as you want to take off. But, yep. Yep. you know, you have to pay that, that that has a way of settling itself out. Um, it's, you know, what I, what I love about doing this is I love to be able to, uh, treat people the way I want to be treated, uh, and make sure that everyone feels that same way. Uh, and if, if somebody just deals straight with me like that, uh, yeah. I'll deal trade. Well, I, you know, I'm going to deal with
1: them like that. Yeah. Always.
0: So for
1: sure. It, it, it's a good thing to, to be in. And that's honestly one of, I mean, that's honestly one of, one of the biggest themes that I've seen in, in, in people who've started their own companies was that like, they just want to do good work for people. Right. They just want to treat people right. They just want to do good work for people. They want, and, and the, the, that seems to create longevity in the roofing space.
0: Well, I hope it's done that for me. Yeah, uh, even whether I was working for somebody or,
1: or working for
0: myself. So yeah.
1: So you know, along the way, you know, in in the insurance business, there's always you know, you, you, there's always a uh, you know, cash coming in, cash going out. Right. How have you dealt with that or along the way in collections and making sure that that's in line?
0: Well, that has been a uh, we have a Friday meeting every Friday uh, at eight o'clock. So uh, it's been we've been doing that for probably a year and a half, maybe. And probably a year ago, we got on the that the whole process. Uh, one of my partners took over Andrew Payne. And he makes us all accountable uh, for mm. a collection. So we we get a list of people that have owed money for a little bit of time or a lot of bit of time, and then we we have action steps on what we need to
1: do to collect that or help them pay that or do whatever. So, I mean, that, that's a big thing. I, I was talking to someone earlier today, and we we were chatting about this and the same topic, and it was like they. You know, there's a lot of companies out there, they're like, wow, we're they look at their sold revenue. They're looking at those contracts, right? But they're not looking at the other end of what what is coming in and, and getting those to match. And they're right. like, Man, we sold, you know, we sold three million this year and, and but but we're 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 struggling. Right. It's like, well, but you only collected two. (laughs) Right, It's kind of hard to
0: do business that
1: way. It is is very hard to do business that way. (laughs) Um, So what are your, what would, what would be some advice that you would give? What's your kind of, what's your process? I, you know, I mean, you don't want to, you know, be too, I guess I I don't think I would think you don't want to be too aggressive with the homeowner up front. You want to, you know what what's your guys's process how are you making sure that that's get getting collected and what level of collection are you at now are you collecting like 98 percent within a certain time frame how is that how has the focus on it helped the collection
0: process the focus and the accountability with one another uh whether it be a, a small repair or a large one i don't want anybody to strong arm anybody uh but we do we do business and we need to be paid and just that whole teamwork has helped uh, just turn the focus on it uh, so it's helped a bunch. We don't have to think about it that much. you know we we deal with it a couple of days a week. Uh, typically the Friday morning is for and I, everyone has their 15 minutes of shame yep. or 15 minutes <laughs> of uh, fame, however you want to call right, it. Yeah. So, and then, uh, then you go to work on it uh, the next few days, you know, a phone call here or a phone call there, just the focus on it uh, helps
1: a bunch. It does. It, it's, it's that what you focus on expands, right? Like it, right. so um, it, 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 I'm sure that it's, it's extremely helpful with uh, with with that, and I mean that's 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 the lifeblood, right? Like if you don't right. have that cash coming in, it, it could get out of it could get out of hand pretty quick, you know. Well,
0: um, it, it's shocking how many companies come and go in this business uh, because they weren't good with
1: the collection. That that's yeah. the biggest chunk. Yep. How have, I mean, you guys have done a good job with branding and, and things like that. You have, you know, all your trucks are wrapped. What, what? I guess, what was your thought process there and, and what does it do for you on a day-to-day basis from a I marketing it, perspective?
0: Well, uh, one of the best things we've done is we've hired a gal that takes care of our marketing. She's yeah. uh, she just we've had two girls one both still work for me uh one does has moved up the chain and one just got started four months ago but she's they both do great jobs uh fantastic uh but they bring a whole brand new uh uh just a, a view uh they look at things differently than say I might look at things so yeah. uh we try to stay in contact. Once we get a customer, we want to keep that customer. We want them going anywhere else. We want them to to rely and trust us to call us anytime there's an issue with they with what they've got.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and, and that trust is—I mean—it's built through the brand. Do you guys make do any anything else? Do you have certain like? Uh, um, uh, procedures for what you know how how everyone's dressed and where the yard signs go and any any of that type of stuff or is it kind of you keep it loose
0: well it's probably looser than it should be but we uh we we have yard signs we have a a catch-all system uh have two actually so uh hopefully this year every house will be done with the catch-all uh so it has our name on it and uh, yep. where somebody can find us. Uh, our marketing gal gives gift baskets to all our customers that we do work for. And then she asks them th- their questions, what they'd like about it, what they didn't like about it, uh, what, you know, what kind of concerns. She can always come back to the office and deal straight with the sales guy or with yeah. me. And then we can kind of correct it. Hopefully, we we've created a avenue of communications between us and the
1: the customer. I think that's important. You said something very important there that she can come back to the office and cor- and, and work on correcting things. Correct. It's it's never perfect, right? Like no. there's always things that there's always something that comes up. But if you don't ask your customers, you're never going to get the answers to those things.
0: Right. Right. Because and uh, I think people, if they know that you genuinely care about how they Mm -hmm. feel about things, they're a little more uh, open to sharing those. And then for sure, then you can take care of them and hopefully cross those off. You're not ever going to be perfect. You're right. It's a this is a hard business. To do things right all the time, you can try and strive, but you're still going to drop the ball every once in a while. And being able to pick it up and and carry it on—that's yeah. that's a big thing. Yep.
1: Yeah. What are some of the things? What are some of the uh, kind of? Things that you've learned in that process where you're like, oh, man, I thought we were doing this well. But, it, you know, we, we've heard this a couple of times. What what are some of those things that have popped up? Uh, oh, man.
0: <laughs> it seems like every year uh, we focus on things that are uh, like we remember all the failures, but we don't. Uh, and we remember the big events too. Uh, I think just trying to stay connected uh, with our customers any which yeah. way we can, whether it be whatever venue uh, we're sponsoring or doing whatever uh, of yeah. that uh, that sort of thing. <sighs> that's that's a tough one uh, because I know we. We've made several mistakes, uh, but the one thing that we've tried to keep solid is just go back and if we have done, done something wrong, we're going to fix it. And that That's could right. be is uh, we missed a leak on a repair, or that might mean we have to go re-roof a, a house that we just re-roofed
1: what's uh so, tell me a story tell me a story of one time that you like where you're like man this was one that we we messed this one up and we had to go and we made but we made it right
0: yeah well we we changed uh dead roof and didn't deck it uh like it should have been decked uh mm-hmm so when I when we finally got it inspected and looked at it, I said this is not done the way we want to do it. And I said this is going to be a re- really big headache, but we're going to tear it off and redo it. And we tore it all off and redid it again. Uh that was a pretty expensive lesson, but pretty expensive lesson right there. <laughs> I was glad I was glad we did it. Uh you know, yeah. so it I don't have I don't want to I don't wanna wake up in the night from a bad yeah. dream or
1: uh I I just wanna make what,
0: sure I do things right.
1: What impact do you think that had with the, the way the homeowner looked at your company?
0: I hope she understood that I yeah. I genuinely cared. Uh, Yeah, to the point where I paid to do to do her a lot of money, not not the other way around. So uh, I hope she did. You know, I I don't know. I don't know. uh, You know, I don't know how she felt. uh, To be honest, so but you sleep it. But you sleep well at night because of oh, that. I do. Right? I do.
1: Like <laughs> I, I wanted to.
0: I knew if somebody did that to me and they came back and said, "Hey, but
1: we're going right. to redo this." I don't know how that I mean, that would make me feel great. Yeah, exactly. Like, "Hey, we, you know, we don't feel good about the way this was done. Let's let's do this again." Right. That's a that's a big uh Look, that that it may be it may be an additional inconvenience for a short amount of time, right. right? But but boy, you definitely, you know, if you're a homeowner, you want that, you know, you really really want that done right. If um what do you think the the greatest insight is that you could share with our audience that's helped you find success with uh with your roofing business?
0: Uh, I want I want to hire the very best people I can with great uh motives uh great attitudes uh and i want my customers to be the same way uh i want to have fun doing this this is not uh we 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 have a very short window of, of time on this earth so if we can do it and have a little bit of fun with it and uh do it seriously and like i said have fun
1: so yeah. beat. Awesome. you got to have fun with what you're doing. This right. has been another episode of the Roofing Success Podcast. If you would like to generate more revenue through your digital marketing efforts, please visit roofermarketers.com to get a copy of the book, The Best Known Rooper. Also, check the training section of the website for guides on everything from running effective pay-per-click ads to how to properly set up your Google My Business listing. Thanks for listening.